0: Now listen to the Shoe Money Show. <laughs> because my name's Shoe Money, Shoe Money. My name's Shoe Money. Take a walk in my shoes. I'm rich. My name's Shoe Money, Shoe Money. My name's Shoe Money. Take a walk in my shoes. Nobody ever thought that I would do the things I do, but now I'm rich. To so show you how to get rich too, you wanna get the things that I got, and do what I do. Because my name's Shoe Money. Take a walk in my shoes
1: hey everybody what's up today is tuesday september 22nd wild time flies and i think i always say that every show but it does i spent a week in denver last week i apologize no show next week i'm gonna be in las vegas probably no show we'll see you probably repeat the last show i had a local porn star on and that was really interesting i had a lot of good feedback about that even though I kept trying to get into marketing, it just kept digressing because she was pretty fascinating. So today I'm really happy to have on Mr. Ben Fisher, who's been a friend of mine for many years, who's been in the web hosting industry for a very long time and one of the most respected people in that space, and now has gone on to form a social media
2: company. So Ben, uh, welcome to the Shoe Show. Right on. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Appreciate it, and I'm sorry, everybody. I was the guy who was responsible for kidnapping Jeremy last week.
1: Yeah, it totally kidnapped me to a strip club. I had no knowledge we were going there before that. If my wife's listening, so, and then I was kidnapped. You know, for I actually don't do lap dances. I just buy them for other people. But I think but we. Had, I mean,
2: we had a great time though at the convention. You got to admit, the hosting convention. You no, know, awesome. I agree. I had very
1: low expectations and I I mean that in the nicest way of like when I went I was just like you know hey I'm just going maybe get some introductions to cPanel maybe you know I, I wasn't really like thinking I would meet the people that I did and especially get the responses that I did from people there so that was interesting and also what was interesting is um when I came down to meet you, when they had the Monte Carlo night, and all of a sudden I could barely walk, and I was like, what in the hell's wrong? And I, I ended up, I take these uh, allergy pills, and I accidentally dropped two Trasdam, Trazban, whatever the fuck it is, Trazdone sleeping pills. So I like could barely walk, I'm dropping food, and I look at Ben, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucked up. I don't know what is wrong with me. I went to my room and crashed. It was a little weird. But, yeah, the conference itself, super, super impressed. The guy who was running the show there, Aaron, Phil. I'm not sure his exact position there.
2: He's uh, he's uh, the general manager, basically. He runs all the operations, the second man in charge of C-Panel.
1: Yeah, I mean, I heard, like, many different versions of his official position. <laughs> so it seems like he's a jack of all titles, if you will. Really awesome dude, though. I got to say, like, <clears throat> this was their, like, they touted it as their 10th event. I don't know when their next one is, but I mean, if you're remotely interested in website stuff and I mean, I was thoroughly impressed. I mean, especially like they totally like blew it out with dinners. I mean, like just alcohol. I mean, I went to pay like for drinks and the lady's like, oh, it's on the house. That was when I took all the sleeping pills. I like didn't even get to drink. My drink which was probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I tipped her like 20 bucks and I was like, hey, just don't forget about me tonight. And then, of course, I freaking. Anyway, so yeah, so Ben, we, we got to get moving here. We're going to do a half hour show. So tell us a little bit about your. We got to do this obligatory. You know, we got to let our audience know kind of where you came from and to how you got to where you are now.
2: Well, we'll make this as self promotional as possible. I promise you all of that. No, I'm just kidding. Where did I come from? I came from my mother, obviously. Now, mm-hmm. I, I grew up in Jersey. I ended up moving out to Flagstaff, Arizona. I mean, I say my you know little elevator is, is I've been helping businesses basically learn how to make money on the Internet since about 1994. So everything from brick and mortars to web-based companies. I've bought and I've sold many companies over that time. And I think it was about 2001. Yeah, about 2001. I got into the web hosting space and ran a bunch of online media portals with kind of helping somebody fix their advertising problems, how should I say? They weren't making any money, but they had 6 million unique visitors a month and just kind of started doing a little bit of consulting and ended up basically becoming the consultant and the SEO guy for every web hosting company that you can name. You know, that's now from HostGator to, you know, one in one you name them. So basically, at that point, I think it was right around 2010, I got out of the SEO industry. I was tired of all the, the black hat techniques that my customers kind of wanted to do. And they didn't want to follow guidelines, just wanted to cut corners, buy links, do things like that. And I was like, hey, I can't be involved in hurting your companies. So I know where this is going. So basically, I ended up stopping doing that and moved into the, more into the social media space. At that time, you know, I started really investing my time heavily into Google+. And, you know, I was kind of a day one beta user and really saw how it was going to affect, you know, the personal web and kind of the semantic web and how that was going to really benefit companies. And that's how this company that I have now, Steady Demand, was kind of formed. We had a couple of our hosting customers come back and say, yeah, we got hit by some penalties. Can you help us out? And just by doing really good content marketing and real good social media work, we were able to kind of help them through out of their path from the penalty.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, and that's one of the things, and I originally met you just for people listening. I like to have on people that I've had a business relationship with and not just people who come on to promote their shit. And I met you when we were doing a significant amount of web hosting leads when you were with a company. IMSMB, I think, was the name of it back then. And yep. so that's how I believe we originally
2: met. Actually, we originally met with through Neil Patel. Yeah, because there was a
1: reason I was referred to you, and that's that's where I got the disconnect. So yes, we were driving a significant amount of leads over there, and that's how I met you, and then just kind of stayed in touch over the years. So I was, you know, obviously I have the Shimoni Network, which is a big part of the revenue stream, that supports it is from affiliate commissions from web hosting and so now that we're like approaching to be pretty moving the needle for these hosting companies i just want to explore my options so contacting ben you know seeing what he thought and whatnot and then saw this conference coming up and you know during this time he's telling me about this google plus thing and i'm like yeah, cuz it's it's like the black sheep of the social media network, but Ben has done amazing things. He's shown me, you know, just some stuff that he's doing with it that these companies are seeing amazing results, and that's the reason I really wanted to have him on was much like, you know, when we had Andrea on about solo ads, like a lot of my audience had no clue what that was. And I think to kind of shed some light on just how Probably undertapped it is, Mm -hmm. would you say?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I won't go into the whole backstory of why it's such an underutilized and looked down upon social network, social platform, I guess you could say. Because we would go an hour if we were going to go into all that. Let's just say journalists love to get page views. So whenever Google makes a change, they love to write up something about it and say, oh, well, Google Plus is dead. Well, maybe for you it is because you actually don't hang out there and talk to people. You know, the other thing is, is that Google actually is horrible at marketing its own products and services. And they are really horrible about communicating things. So the press likes to take spins on things all the time. They're actually changing that now. But yeah, I mean, from a success standpoint, let's just start out with some numbers. There's a study actually recently put out by a good friend of mine, Eric Engie from Stone Temple Consulting. And they did a study that compared the engagement levels of Twitter and Google+. And what they found out was that with that objective data was that the engagement levels that you get on Google+, are about 22 times higher than what you will find on Twitter. If you want to find out more about that study, just visit stonetemple.com, and the study's there. They actually have another study coming out tomorrow, which is pretty interesting. They have a full Twitter study. But I've kind of known that for the past three years, and of course, we've been working with web hosting companies. Really funny story, you know, to are working with a gun company. They sell guns out of California, Sacramento, California. And so you want to talk about a specialized niche, right? they can only sell guns in sacramento california you can't buy anything from their website and they can't really do much advertising they can do a little bit of print a little bit of radio but online it's restricted everywhere
1: right and with that we've got to go to a quick commercial break we'll be back with ben fisher talking guns and the limited amount of advertising you can do we'll see you back in about two minutes
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the sound of Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered. Here's more of the Shoe Money Show on webmasterradio.fm Hey
1: everybody, welcome back. Talking Google+, Plus, the uh, black sheep that nobody pays attention to. That Ben Fisher's my guest today. He's done a lot of stuff. And one of the things he was pointing out was he was dealing with a company who cannot really go mainstream too much that company was a gun manufacturer is
2: that right well actually it's a gun store it's like a local gun store you know you just find in your neighborhood and their challenge was is that they couldn't do anything from an seo standpoint very well they can't take orders online and you know from a social media standpoint advertising standpoint they can't advertise what they do so that's a huge challenge so anyway, so we come in and we start working on their Google Plus page. Things start taking off. It takes about, usually about 30 days to get off the ground with a G Plus page once you start targeting the right people. The one thing that if anybody takes away something from this show is that the Google Plus network is, sell, is all centered around passions and interests. So, and the more people that you get connected to, that are interested in what you do. That just starts to amplify ours because everybody has the same shared passion and interest. So back to the gun store and results. So we started working on it, and after about one month, two months, I think it was, they're all of a sudden they're getting literally four, five hundred plus ones on every single post, two, three, four hundred shares, fifty to five hundred comments on every single post. That's a lot of engagement. Right. Yeah. But engagement, even aside that reach, what it ended up bringing them tangibly was almost 3000 phone calls a month coming into their store. Wow. About 2000 people doing driving directions to get to the store. And then, you know, we're just talking about thousands of clicks to their website, of course. And the cool thing is, is that we've kind of seen this kind of success across every single niche that we work in and i mean we work with hotels real estate online web apps online portals kind of web hosting companies of course and we just kind of see the success replicated over and over and over again so i mean i don't know if it's secret sauce or whatever but i think it's when you tap the network the right way things happen You know, I think it's kind of pretty much like any social network. It's like if you know how to work it and you don't just treat it like another social network, you can get awesome results.
1: That's very interesting because Twitter, when it launched, was awesome. I used to measure like dollar per visitor on my blog. And the results I would get from Twitter, like we used to do the radio show back when Jennifer Sleg was my co-host. And we would always like give out our Twitter IDs and all this stuff and people would tweet and all this stuff. And it was awesome. I mean like I've got 150,000 followers now and back then I had like, I don't know, maybe 10,000 and they were like super engaged and they were people I knew and people in the industry and stuff like that. And the value of Twitter followers has become diluted like so much to where, I mean I have numbers to quantify just from our Shumai network where the Facebook user is worth, uh, I mean, a thousand times more than a Twitter user, like by far. It would be interesting to have you take a run at that with that or see if we can't ramp that
2: up. Yeah, absolutely, man. That
1: would definitely be cool because that's one of those things where I have trouble advertising that because even though it's free and it's awesome, it still gets thrown in that dirty make money online space. So like advertising on Facebook, forget it. Advertising on Google, forget it. It's very difficult to do internet advertising. I mean I could take it to TV and radio, which I'm working on – that, but to get exposure like that, I totally understand in a market like that. Also, one of our clients, well, two of our clients are electronic cigarettes, and Mm -hmm. they have the same issue.
2: They do have the same issue. Kind of funny you say that. I can't say the name of the company that we work for, but let's just say it's a four-letter domain name that has to do with e-cigs. So anyway, it's one of our clients, and they're the leading not like Blue or anything like that, but they're one of the leading, you know, distributors, basically, of electronic cigarette parts and juices and such. And that's the exact same problem they have is that they can't advertise anywhere. So, you know, we run with their social media and everything, and they're able to actually see tangible results because on G+, the way it works is you're not advertising per se, right? You're not paying per post or anything like that. It's not like Facebook where you have to, you know, boost a post. So it's all natural and organic. And as long as with a product like e6, as long as you make the page age restricted, like 21 and above, you can post anything you want. Hell, you could do porn if you wanted to, probably. Right. But like you make money online stuff, that would fly with no problem. That's not even against our guidelines actually, Shu.
1: Well, we should take a run at it and see what happens. I could put you guys on a CPA and um, we could see what happens. You know, I should connect you with R.J. Reynolds, who, like, Blue Electronic Cigarettes was one of our clients when they were a startup, and that's how one of my power program company uh, started, is actually we just did their email marketing, and they said, gosh, you should make a company out of this. And so then they got bought by Lorillard, which owns Newport, and then Newport got bought by R.J. Reynolds for $27 billion. (laughs) And so my friend who... Was the CMO Blue went from you know like a five figure budget at Blue to like a seven high seven figure budget at Lorillard to now like a a many 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 millions I want to say over a hundred million No, it's not maybe like twenty million a year budget and you know they can't really do much other than you know they're sponsoring like Country Music Awards NASCARs stuff like that things that you would associate with smoking and we've got to take our second break here. When we come back, I want to get some more takes on Ben's doing Google Plus, because I think our audience will find that really interesting. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes, folks.
0: Time to catch some more checks. Shoe money, we'll be back on webmaster FM. More of the Shoe Money Show on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey
1: everybody, welcome back. Talking Google Plus. Yeah, during the break we were talking about a few things. So Ben, I think one of the biggest things—I mean, like one of the questions like people have—and I've heard people say this—is just like you know, is Google going to abandon Google Plus the way they did? I think it was Wave and. It doesn't seem to be the case because you see Google Plus, like, everywhere. You know, like, right. it's, it's built into the search engine, seems to be, certain cases. What do you say to
2: people that say that? I say just look at history. If they were going to kill it, they would have killed it already. In this last kind of wave of updates, you know, where they ended up decoupling it from YouTube as far as having to have a Google Plus login, the people who were in charge of the product in the beginning had a vision. And then that vision was kind of taken over by somebody else. And then it was taken over by somebody else. But now the guy who was originally Bradley Horowitz is back in charge of it. And what they did now, and most of the public doesn't know this, is that they basically ended up listening to user feedback. And the user feedback was, look, don't make me be on your social network if I don't want to be on your social network. They said, "Okay, fine. No problem. We only want people here who are really want to be here anyway. And so that what that's done is, you know, this happened like just a couple of weeks ago. What's that's done is, is that's actually spiked engagement across the board for businesses. Because, again, back to passions and interests. If somebody has an interest in your product or your brand, you're going to be able to find them. So do I think it's going away? No. Does it matter what I say? No. Does it matter what Larry Page says? Yes. Yeah. He says he says he's not, it's not going away. Does it matter what the chief engineer over at Google, Yantun Zunger, I believe is his name, does it matter what he says? I would think so. He runs everything from software engineering to the data center. He says, don't worry about it. It ain't going anywhere. So when they do speak, we listen. So in that sense. So, yeah. Am I confident staying around? Absolutely. I think that there's a lot of
1: skeptics out there. I think you probably run into, you know, about that. And I mean, even some of our like close friends, like uh, you know, Hargrove and stuff, you know, just sure. who was on the show not too long ago, is just like, ah, I'm not sure about this Google Plus thing, you know. But I mean, with the results you've had, I mean, it speaks for itself.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking of Mark, I mean, Mark is a great friend of mine. When we first launched Steady Demand, I don't know if he told you about this or not, Shu. But when he, you know, he had a Hostomania at that time. So what did we do? We got GoDaddy, we got Hulk Hogan, you know, Mark Hargrove and a bunch of other SEO gurus. And we did a big Hangout. We had like over 500 concurrent viewers of that Hangout for about an hour, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. well, you got Hulk Hogan and GoDaddy, right? You know, how can you, else can you draw an audience? But, you know, I mean, Hogan himself wasn't really present much on Google+. But as soon as he became present on the network, not only did his numbers go through the roof, I mean, numbers are mainly vanity numbers, I think, personally, and that's how most people look at it. But his engagement went completely through the roof, too. And it went went through the roof for the uh, Hostomania brand as well. So it doesn't mean that you need a celebrity endorser to make it on you know something like any social network. Of course, it doesn't hurt. But yeah, I mean, the point is, is that once you get in and you actually start to work the network, then the network starts doing all the work for you, kind of like any social network. And most people have that negative attitude is because they've gone in and they've treated Google Plus like it was Twitter and like it was Facebook with these really short form kind of posts. That's not what people want. People want depth. They want to see you know, a nice, almost like a blog article when you make a post. And there's been studies on that, too, that show that that kind of gets a better response. So most people come in, they'll drop a link, and they're done. And then they're dissatisfied when they don't get any kind of results. So I would say that if you're going to try it, do it the right way. Get invested. I say take my 30-day challenge. Try it for 30 days. Try finding 30 quality people or companies that you really want to connect with. Make those engagements. And then if you're not hooked after 30 days, walk. And so, is that kind of what you guys do? That's kind of our thing. It's like we don't put like our customers into a monthly contract or anything like that. We're a month-to-month billing company. So it's like, hey, give it a shot for thirty days. Let's see if we can make something happen for you in thirty days. If we can make your numbers start and your engagement rise, awesome. We're still going to make right. that meet your goals over a longer period of time. But try it out for thirty days.
1: Are you guys pretty much the only agency that? I mean, would you call yourself an agency? I would say that we're an agency.
2: I mean, we're a social media agency. We do the other social networks, too. We do writing and all of that. But, yeah, I mean, we are one of the only social media agencies that has been able to really make people extremely successful when it comes to Google+. Plus.
1: The value of Google+, Plus, like, on my blog, like, I rarely ever get Google+, Plus shares of my blog posts. I get, you know... Probably on average, like 25 Twitter, like maybe 20-ish Facebook likes, shares, whatever. But my Google Plus presence is not there. Why do you think that is? It's probably
2: because you're just not paying enough attention to it. I'm not. I just have a button. Yeah, you just have a button. Exactly. You need a brand page. You know, that's number one. That connects you to search on your website. Then number two, you have to have the right kind of followers whether that's going after active engaged followers or getting your existing audience to come over to your page. Doesn't matter either way. Probably want to do both. Jeremy, with your presence, you should be able to get two hundred shares to five hundred shares without blinking.
1: Well that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean that's that's interesting, especially since I have taken back over my blog, which is a probably a topic for another show. I was using Ghostwriters for a while and then recently I was like, um I redid my blog. I'm really happy with it now and, and stuff like that. So we got to wrap this up. For everyone out there listening, I mean, do you have any final thoughts about Google Plus and, you know, just like, I, I think you've kind of touched on a lot of points, but if someone could take action today, what would you recommend? One thing. One thing
2: that I could recommend would be is to start a Google Plus page. If you don't know how, I mean, I'm going to... I'm going to do a shameless plug, Jeremy, if that's okay, No. It's good. <laughs> is get in contact with me. I mean, I'm happy to talk to anybody about, you know, how you can get successful. We even have an opt-in guide that you can download at guide.steadydemand.com. It's a free guide. Yeah, of course, email, but oh, promise sure. we won't drip you for more than 14 days and we won't call you if you don't want a phone call. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's good. So it's
1: SteadyDemand.com. Yep. Awesome. S-t-
2: yep, and if you just go to Google and cite steady demand S-T-E-A-D-Y, Demand.com, that you can find us.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. I know you shed a lot of light on here. I'm sure a lot of people will be very interested to hear this. I appreciate our relationship and uh, look forward to seeing you in the future. And thanks again for coming on the show, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.